2: This is the Rose and Shine podcast, featuring the Swedish sisters Josephine Roos
3: and Victoria roos Olsen Based in Stockholm and New York, we share experiences from our international
2: lives and careers. This is Josephine and Victoria, this time recording together with reflections from a yoga teacher training. So both of us actually sending from the countryside somewhere in Portugal. Hi, good morning. Yep, so we're sitting in this
3: in this little room, in this kind of monastery-type house on our little wooden chairs or bamboo chairs <laughs> facing opposite directions uh, <laughs> so that the sound is not going to get too bad. We have to post a
2: picture on Instagram of this.
3: <laughs> the preparations of yep. the podcast. Yes, so here we are. Finally, we've been talking a lot about our yoga retreat coming up, our teacher training coming up, and now we are here. How did we get here, Vic?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, just the fact that we are in a yoga teacher training is not something that we would have guessed a year ago, but here we are, and I think we feel just at home. It's perfect. But really, it started out with one of the teachers here, Elin, from Yogalito, who asked me if I wanted to come and join and actually do a section on leadership for all the future yoga teachers. And I said, Of course, it would be lovely, envisioning myself flying in for a couple of days, delivering this leadership workshop, and then going back home again. And then she said in the next sentence, But of course, that means that you also need to become a yoga teacher. So I immediately said no. <laughs> and, and then I thought about it a little bit. And as you know, I did my 100 days learning challenge uh, last spring. And then I thought again and I thought, well, actually, this is maybe exactly what I need to challenge myself in a little bit of a different way. And then I went back to Yelena and I said, yes, let's do this. And then I called you to tell you that I was going. Yes, yeah, so you, you called me <laughs> and you were like, so...
3: This yoga teacher training in Portugal is happening in November, and I'm going to do it with or without you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because I know that's the best way to get you <laughs>
3: And I was like, Shh, she's going to steal my dream. Because like for me, it kind of was a dream, though, that... I- It developed during my time in Myanmar, and then I kind of felt a little bit silly afterwards. Like, why didn't I take the opportunity when I was in in Asia, close to Bali, and close to all of these places to to make it happen? But I guess I wasn't really mentally there yet. No, this was waiting for you. Exactly. So (laughs) you were telling me, you know, November, that's going to be perfect. It's going to be a perfect timing for you. And I was like, how is that going to be perfect timing for me? Because... I'm hoping that I'm pregnant at that time.
2: Yeah, and see, because I am a mother of two children, I know that once you have two children, it becomes even more stressful. So if you want to do this yoga training in the, any near future, not too distant, you really need to do it, in my view, before you have your second child or you have to wait until they're a bit older like mine.
3: So here I am sitting with a big <laughs> belly... <laughs> going through not being able to lie flat on my stomach anymore and doing this wonderful yoga teacher training. Yeah. So it all worked out according to plan and you managed to convince me that this was the perfect timing Mm -hmm. and I was very happy and lucky to get pregnant, which was something I was hoping for.
2: Yeah, which is wonderful. And you are like this role model here now for everyone, looking super beautiful with your lovely belly. Yeah. Wonderful. (laughs) We'll we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Yeah, we'll come back to pregnancies and all of the the lovely things about that. And looking beautiful, I thought. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) In particular that, yeah. So... um, where are we actually? Yeah, so we don't know um, <laughs> where we are. No, we're
3: in. <laughs> well, sort of. <laughs> hour or so, hour and a half north of Lisbon. Um, my, my family is in uh, Estoril at the moment, together with a mom and dad who's, who's uh, helping out with my son. And, and my husband is there and working and surfing and enjoying Lisbon. So you and me took a cab here. We'd had the same cab driver that we took from the airport. They were like, mm-hmm. oh, a big car we'll take that cab away yeah, anyway. yeah so we're driving up here <laughs> and cab- also
2: we're we're driving up and when we're going up we're like okay so this is perfect it's going to be one hour in the car we're really going to tune in to you know because both of us coming flying in quite stressed you know this it's going to be like a mental step into this retreat right so we're sitting there in the car relaxing Uh, Exactly.
3: And then I start to hear the sound, you know, the when you're kind of on the sidelines of of the highway.
2: Yeah.
3: And I was like, oh, and and that makes me start to have a conversation with you, or you ask me, like, oh, do you have any, do you remember our car crash last year? Like, (laughs) you you know, do you feel bad about that? And both of us are like, no, no, not really. And then I start to look at the driver and I'm like, oh, I don't know about him. Doesn't he look tired? And then you look at him and you're like, He's falling asleep. Yes. Oh, his eyes, really. God. So he was falling asleep. Yeah. Which means that we're forced into this conversation. With him.
2: Yeah. Basically. And he didn't really, really like us, I think. No. <laughs> he didn't
3: like us and he didn't <laughs> want to talk to us. No. Uh, because he wanted to sleep. <laughs> That just didn't feel like an option. No. So we like forced this conversation and he had a relatively interesting history <laughs> that he didn't really want to share. Like no. he really just gave yes or no answers. I even started to think about how to pose questions that are open-ended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually active in my head because he just said yes or no yeah. in the beginning. <laughs> And then I don't know if you remember, Vic, he also like threw out this because he had been fighting in Angola.
2: Yes, for, I do remember. We haven't Portugal. discussed this Yes.
3: Yeah, we haven't discussed this. And he comes out with the most racist comments. Yes. But I, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, OK, I want him to be awake, but not piss him
2: off right now. So
3: I'm just going to like
2: let that slip. Yeah, but yeah, that was. Yeah. I, I was seeing that. I'm like that's not going to take us to our destination if you now get into this big <laughs> discussion with him because he was he would drop us. So anyway, that's how we kind of we got here and I, I remember and he was quite skeptical when we found this little village, you know, that wasn't marked out on the map or anything and it was just because of the GPS that we got here. Then it was like this big huge well, what is it? Door? Really? Gate. Gate, yeah. Yeah, yeah an unmarked castle. big
3: gate. But yeah, but then inside is this beautiful little, I mean, I don't know. It has these little towers and you could, it's like a little fairy tale. And it's called Buddha Retreats. And it was called that by the person who built this, I don't know yeah. how many years ago. But it's a really beautiful, little bit
2: quirky uh, place. Yeah, it's beautiful. And... This very episode was uh, during the savasana, so which is the resting pose where our minds were supposed to be completely blank. You know, (laughs) that's when we got the inspiration to be ready for our first. So uh, you were like sitting up after savasana next to me, or
3: shavasana,
2: where maybe we're saying it wrong.
3: (laughs) Uh, Sitting up, and you're like, now I know about (laughs) the episode. (laughs) And I was like, oh, great.
2: So you're really focused on your breathing in, breathing out during these 10 (laughs) minutes. (laughs) But that was after 10 days of great, really super focused, always. Every minute, of course. Yes. yes.
3: So we arrive here uh, Mm -hmm. and everyone is in this room. Yes. Uh, which I, at that point, just think is a garage because I'm being a little bit negative to, <laughs> towards the weather and the cold. Um, which is the yoga room, by the way. The yoga way. room.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Shala, um, as
0: some Shala. people call
3: it. Yeah. exactly. And, but they made this beautiful, welcoming circle. Yeah, and people with, the are, yeah with the flowers. Yeah, with the flowers. It was really, really lovely. Mm-hmm. And people are sitting there in perfect lotus <laughs> position. <laughs> <laughs> and you start to walk around the room <laughs> like saying hello to everybody, you know, with like Because shaking we were a little bit late. I was like <laughs> And I feel so unnatural, but given that you're doing it, I have to do it as well. And I just sense, like, none, no one did this before. But I don't know. Maybe they maybe all did. Maybe they all
2: did. We don't know. But I little felt little really late. awkward.
3: <laughs> but that is uh, also part of the theme, I guess, of this week, is that we are really, well, you're the most extrovert <laughs> in this
2: group, and I'm maybe the second most yeah. extroverted in yeah. this group. Well, so I'm actually the one who, you know, trying to get everyone to become a little bit more extrovert, <laughs> And it's happening. Yeah, it's such a lovely group. So we are with the um, True North Vinyasa. It's, the, it's uh, Lisa and Elin who is running this uh, yoga training, uh, teacher training retreat. And they're both Swedish. So we yeah. probably thought there would be more Swedish people. But well, we are the only Swedish um Trainees. Yeah, exactly. So we are the only two Swedes, and the rest are from all over Europe, and then Australia and the U.S. and and they're all made. I think you know, Ilan and Lisa, that their English is excellent, and I also think that our <laughs> English is pretty good. But
3: our Amer- yeah, our American <laughs> friend, who says now that she's going to teach yoga like the Swedish
2: chef in the Muppet show. <laughs> <laughs> Lift your leg. <laughs> well, yeah. So. Uh, but it's it's such a beautiful group and it's so nice and you know, it's quite interesting because we're spending these days pretty much the same way and we're now on day what is it, twelve? Thirteen. Yeah. And it starts every morning with uh, silence. So meditation. Yes. And and actually you Podcast have Podcast planning. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be quiet until that First shift is over. And then it's like a super hardcore yoga training. Yeah, so it's a two-hour session in the morning. And then there's a little bit of breakfast. Then hardcore practicing uh, or studying. Yeah, and mixed with sort of, I mean, all together. Like theory mixed with, you know, sometimes we do have practical things. And then it's theory again. And then we have lunch. And we're... (laughs) Especially huh. you, super excited about what kind of food we're going to get, right? Yeah,
3: very excited about the food. Uh, but the food is amazing. The food yeah. is kind of like um, my favorite uh, recipe book or recipe people are the Green Kitchen Stories. Mm-hmm. And it's all vegetarian and it's yeah. all like, oh, I'm going to try this new aubergine recipe with like grilled oh. aubergine with tahini on oh, top. That was
2: one of my favorites, um, yeah.
3: And every night there's dessert. <laughs> But it's that kind of dessert that I love that you can guilt-free eat. You
2: know, it's like raw cakes and... Yeah, and sometimes they mix up and we check every night and they know, we're like, is there any white refined sugar in here? And they go, no, no, it's just honey. Not really. And a little (laughs) bit of sugar. (laughs) Yes, I
3: I try to like, yeah,
2: not hear that. But But
3: mainly it's these amazing raw Cakes.
2: Yeah, so it's like beautiful, beautiful foods. But the fact is that we are, like, intensively working from 7.30 till yeah, 7.30. 730. Mm. And then sometimes we've had movie nights. So after dinner, we go back and we watch um, the movies. And then some of us really have to focus, especially pregnant people, <laughs> to Pregnant, jet-lagged people tend to fall yeah, asleep jet lag during put that? Yeah. yeah, but that's why they have a sister here that can pinch them a little bit on the side. It's like you're, like one of
3: our friends in the group said, uh, when they say, you know, wake up, slowly start to move your fingers and your toes. And then she said, and your sister. <laughs> yeah, which is
2: referring to me picking on my sister to wake up. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, it's really, it's a beautiful place to be and it's so interesting and everything. And we're
3: learning a lot and we're not only sleeping in Shavasana, we're becoming really strong. No, and yeah. I would like to say really flexible, I still have a bit of work to do there, but no, it's a fantastic training.
2: Yeah, and I mean, if we look at a little bit the components, everything what we're learning. So it's the actual yoga practice, which now we know are called asanas. Right. Mm-hmm. Very and good. We're, that's Sanskrit, by the way, which is like the Asian version of Latin. Well, not version. Ish- but, mm. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. OK. Uh, <laughs> just to sort of yeah. generalize and try to simplify. And then we have anatomy, which is super cool because we have this, oh, she's school, Villa mine. She's a, a doctor and a yoga teacher and she's here from Holland. And she is uh, teaching us all of that the skeleton, the muscles and everything. Right now we're on the nervous system which is really really interesting,
3: right? Yeah, trauma It's talking about post-traumatic stress and you know how do you teach people with post-traumatic stress and really interestingly in, in the US about 9% so almost 1 in 10 are suffering from post-traumatic stress. Yeah. So how do we then engage um, those people in yoga and try to help? Yeah.
2: I mean, if anything, being here, you just realize what a big difference yoga can make to people's life. Yeah. And what you reflected on, I think a lot of people that are attracted to yoga are the ones that already are kind of pretty good at it, you know, that they they, they like it uh, because they are already flexible and have a good balance. but. The ones that need it the most are probably the ones that are not really doing it actually, right yeah, yeah, no, so before going to this yoga retreat, I was joking with my friend
3: Vivika about. Stiff yoga, yeah. <laughs> like yoga for stiff people. And, you know, I don't think it's taken on Instagram yet. So please don't take it No <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, because it might be my thing. Yeah. And then I was speaking about this over dinner and uh, our friend Emily here, she's like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yoga for people that can't touch their toes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then, so this is like the level of, you know, at night, you know, it's so interesting at dinners, depending on what we've had during the day what energy we have around the dinner table so you know some nights were just like completely in silence and everyone is just tired and not say like kind of staring in front of them and slowly eating their food and other nights were just like everyone is just laughing like crazy and then we were working on this theme you know Of the can't-touch-your-toes yoga. (laughs) Can't touch this. Can't touch this. (laughs) So we thought, how can we reach out to people that really should do it? But so anyway, so we have have the actual yoga practice. We have the anatomy. And then we spend a lot of time, which I never, before I came here, well, I did have my one-time practice, but on the actually teaching of yoga. And that's just huge. Don't you think? Yeah, it's really interesting. I wasn't
3: really thinking so much that that's why I was here. I was more thinking initially about developing my own practice. But of course, it's a big focus on teaching. And really, it's, it's quite amazing. Um, yeah. It's a wonderful, it's really, really wonderful. Some love it, some hate it. I think we have found here. Yeah. Uh, There's a love-hate relationship. I guess
2: no one hates it, but there's like, like you have different feelings towards it, Yeah, right? like
3: different aspects of it, right? It's a hate-love type relationship
2: is probably what I
3: mean. Yeah. Um. And who would have thought that it's so hard to cue people's inhale or exhales?
2: Yeah. Inhale, and exhale. Yeah, it's not just that you say it randomly. It's just really all <laughs> the time in conjunction. I mean, and I'm thinking Hopefully for all not. the ones that are not yoga people that, you know, certain movements require exhales and certain inhales and quite complex but so that entire thing and then we have my absolute favorite aspects of (laughs) of the teaching which is designing the sessions and the flow how to do it and you know there's so much structure behind it which makes me think of how you develop a leadership workshop (laughs) which has been the joke this time anytime anything is said victoria will say
3: and this really relates to leadership
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, but really, that's been a big realization. I mean, if you, you go in, in a little bit deeper, which is going into yoga history and theory and everything, that, I mean, this the yoga theory and history is ancient, right? But it's so much of this that is taken in today's uh, leadership practices, really.
3: Yeah, no, and it's really tapping into ancient wisdom. And uh, that's why this training is so beautiful as well. I mean, it's a really good way of... Of reflecting, and so many of the teachings we will talk a little bit about now, but some of them really make you. um...
2: Yeah, so let's just share an example from one of the teachings that we've got that we think actually fits really nice into your everyday life.
1: And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. One
2: of the things is the eight limbs of yoga where the ultimate goal is to reach uh, samadhi so it's almost like a form of nirvana like the ultimate shape and so there are eight steps uh, so the ultimate ecstasy like the ultimate place yeah. where we as human want to end up yeah so we haven't reached the eighth step in our study yet but we worked on uh, <laughs> step 1 and step 2 uh, which are step one are the yamas, which are sort of the ethical standards and sense of integrity, like the golden rule of, you know, be towards others the way you would want them to be towards you. So there are five uh, steps of the yamas, actually.
3: And the reason we want to share them is because we feel that it's really applicable outside of yoga. It's really applicable to exactly. life, really. So exactly. we hope that all of you can,
2: can get something from it as well. Mm-hmm. So the very first one is called the non-harming, which is kindness, compassion. And here the part is, of course, towards others, but also towards yourself. And actually, I think this is so good. We're quite tough on ourselves. You know, I reflect to my life in general and also here so you can think about once in a while when there are really difficult poses and you're not doing as well as you want to do and then it's kind of give yourself a little bit of slack and say hey i'm i'm trying my best and that's fine so be kind towards yourself and others be kind and coming from a conflict world uh, do no harm yeah and and the second one is uh, non lying This is also interesting because if you just listen to the words, they're like, okay, of course I shouldn't lie. But it's about being truthful in speech and action. But again, towards others and also towards yourself. So don't always accept your own mental image of yourself. But actually, you know, how you have a picture, I'm this way, or this is what I should do and not do, etc. But think about is it really? You know, is this what I feel about it? Is this what I think about it? And I think that's, that's really good. Challenge yourself. Are you telling yourself the truth, right? Exactly. And this is what I like also because it talks about honesty and it talks about kindness in the same sentence. And I think a lot of people are like, I'm just being honest. And then they say the most rude things. But here it's really stated that kindness goes before honesty.
3: Yeah, exactly. So not that you should lie, but you don't have to. So it says to be truthful, right? It says that you should be truthful Mm -hmm. uh, or you should be honest. You should think, is it kind? And then you should think, is it necessary to to say something or do something?
2: But then, yeah, kindness trumps. Yeah, that's just a brilliant rule, I think. And the third one, I think you, Josefine, had, that was your... Yeah, I received the
3: non-stealing and I was wondering, oh... Stealing. I mean, how am I gonna apply that to my normal life? But really the the interesting part there was what causes stealing? Well that's desire or greed is what causes stealing.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and then really starting to reflect on your own, like where are you being greedy? When are you being greedy? And that's often when you have a feeling of not being good enough. Yeah. Um so the non-stealing one called the stea is really about not pushing yourself too hard in a sense just because you're driven by this feeling of I'm not good enough
2: yeah so accepting ourselves the way we are that's really good and the fourth one is then the correct use of energy and how we direct it Mm -hmm. and the fifth one is non-hoarding so don't be greedy but you know don't just have things for the sake of having them because ultimately nothing really belongs to you so it's we're lending a everything. Thought. Yeah, yeah. And all of these steps, of course, have beautiful Sanskrit names that we're not going to go into now because I, I, I think that's for anyone who wants to, to read on that. But they are useful to, to look at, not the Sanskrit names, but
3: these rules and try to yeah. see what are any mantras that you can get of that or what are the, how
2: can you apply it into your regular life. Exactly. So this was the first step, which is interesting because yoga is so much more than what most people associate with yoga, which are the physical postures, really. But it's a lot deeper than that. And I think that's what we're really exploring and and enjoying, right? Yeah,
3: absolutely.
2: And let's go through quickly the second step as well, because the yamas are the first step. And and then then we have the niyamas, which have to do with the uh, self-discipline
3: and spiritual observances. Yeah, exactly. So these are more things that we should do, right? Mm-hmm, so that yeah. first is maybe things that we well try to avoid in a sense. Or, and these are what we really want to try to incorporate into
2: our lives. Exactly. And the, and the very first one is about cleanliness. So that covers everything in your life, you know, everything from having a clean and healthy diet, being clean, health, but also your environment and uh, not sort of... Having all the clustering and and everything with cluttering with all the stuff around and, yeah, make it clean, so serene in a
3: sense, right? Exactly. Keeping things simple. And it's also really much about the, you know, the body,
2: whatever we put in is is what we get in a sense. The second one is contentment. And that I I really like because first when I, I read it, I thought, hmm, because it says sort of be happy for what you already have. When I started to read on it, I thought, okay, isn't that a little bit passive? But then it explicitly says it's not about being passive, but it's about enjoying where you are, what you have, who you are, you know, at the moment. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't still learn and grow, you know, to develop. So I think many of us, we're, we're so much either looking to the past or looking to the future that we forget to really... Enjoy and be happy with what we have today. So still grow, still learn, still develop, but enjoy the journey while you do it. It's huge in terms of this fear
3: of missing out. And I think I'm often, you know, there's so many, when you lead a life with many possibilities, you could always be somewhere else or do something different. And then you also have to be content with the choice that you've made.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and then the third one. Fittingly, the the Sanskrit name is tapas, which I think fits to you. And that was also yours. Yeah, it was about
3: seal and heat, they call it. So I didn't understand at all what that meant. Um, but the way what I took away from tapas is that it's really about self-discipline, but not torture. Mm. So it's around what we need to do sometimes, which might temporarily deny ourselves a particular desire so it's postponement rather than instant gratification so this can be applied any part of your life it could be for example going to bed early so that you can get up early and practice yoga the next day yeah. or not eating all of the chocolate cake in order to really feel healthy and good so it's that ongoing um, kind of uh, work with
2: yourself to develop really yeah. so it's it's a nice discipline one so, yeah, that's a super one. And it's really what, what we learn here as well, I think, to, to get into that. And, and the fourth one is self-study. And that was mine. And I was thinking that it meant to study, you know, spend time to study and learn and grow. And it means that. But it also actually means to study yourself, sort of explore how am I reacting? How am I thinking? What are my feelings? And, and really discover yourself, which I think is quite interesting. Mm. And the fifth one is, uh, is surrender and kind of just let go. And I I must say that that's what we've really been doing these, these weeks, don't you think, Josephine? Yeah. In what way do you think? <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> I'm to I, a picture comes to my mind and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, how we had this uh, image and this picture of how we were going to come here looking, you know, just looking beautiful in our lovely yoga oh, clothes. Oh,
3: natural and... beauty idea. Yeah. We have all of these, like, lovely oils and lovely, like... Hair masks. Sh- and Shower creams. And we brought all of that stuff to really indulge, I guess, yeah. in, in, um, in health and in self-care. Which we have. Yeah. We're definitely on the clean part. We're very much on the clean part. Well... Oily hair... <laughs> My skin reacted on the, (laughs) on the, like, on this wonderful skin. The treatment that I have so I've been all like super pimply and <laughs> looking like a teenager and yeah the natural beauty has not yeah
2: we've been I mean really through. so we're all here completely greasy and you know you, you there's sessions and then you have a quick shower but then there are like more sessions and you don't really have time to to shower in between so we're with our oily greasy hair <laughs> Like, With no clean, makeup, <laughs> scarves, and, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I think that the, you know, we were kind of like, it's okay, it doesn't matter. And then we were at one dinner talking about our podcast, and someone was looking up the, for the podcast, and they found our, our picture on the podcast. And so, you know, that's a normal picture, and we took it not at the great day, you, you know, it's nice, but we're made up like for going to work. And then, you know, but just to the reaction from everyone in the room, they were like, wow,
3: wow, is that you? And the best part was when we got up to the room afterwards, and you're like, maybe it was a little bit more with you that they were surprised because you don't look pregnant in that picture. I'm like, thank you.
2: No, it was because you started talking about you, and I was thinking, like, maybe that's what they were like. Wow, you. You didn't look so pregnant then. <laughs> it was just trying to... <laughs> so basically, we, you know, we're really surrendering to uh, enjoying uh, being greasy and oily. and That's why on Instagram there's more picture of nature than <laughs> us
3: doing uh, poses.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, which is kind of uh, lovely too to be part of that and, and everything. Yeah. But I mean... We're going to start to round off the session because we, yeah, we <laughs> need are running to go to, our next, uh, to the next class. one. Yeah. yeah. Any sort of final uh, final insights or anything from, from your perspective?
3: No, I think what we're going to do is that we might do a, a yoga special a follow-up in episode yeah. two where we'll go in a little bit deeper. But from now, we just wanted to share our lovely experience and, and hopefully you could take something away from the, the yamas and the yamas. And you could also post any... Any yoga questions and we can try to ask Ilin uh, and Lisa if we don't have the answer ourselves and yeah. we try to address it for next time. So yeah. you can do that on um, on Instagram, Bruce yeah. and Shine.
2: Yeah. And I, I guess just my insight is how much we are enjoying this. And I'm actually, I was thinking I would do a little bit of yoga teaching when I'm back. But now I'm like, no, I want to do more. This is actually such a lovely experience and I can't wait to. No. <laughs> we just have to pass the test, then, <laughs> <laughs> the demonstration of understanding. Yeah. yeah. And that's why we need to run now. Yeah.
3: Off to our class.
2: Yeah. So, exactly. uh, loads of uh, love from somewhere where we don't know where in Portugal. Yeah. From the Buddha retreat in the middle of the countryside of Portugal. Uh, a big hug. Uh, uh, lots of love to all of you. Thank Namaste. you for listening.
0: <laughs> Namaste.
2: <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.
3: Planning for your next trip.